Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. In marriage, there are those times when you don't know what's going on and you don't know who to talk to about it. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley, and today we want to let you know that we see you, we hear you, we know it's hard, and Focus on the Family is here to help. Uh, Right now, we're going to hear from Kay and Phil Robertson. Kay shares a pretty dramatic story of uh, advice that she needed when they were in a really tough spot in their marriage. Here's Jim Daly. Phil, I, I want to go back because you, you have taken us to the good spot, but a lot of people aren't living there. The, the people listening right now, they're struggling in their marriages. So I want to hear that part okay. of the story where you were at and you oh. and Phil are having difficulty. and Where I got to the lowest ha- point of my life. How'd you come to the life? Lord? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's important because what happened is that night, I mean, it was just so hard. I went in the bathroom and I remember feeling like, I know how people feel when they get just completely hopeless Mm. because the thing that I'd put my life into, which was my marriage, my children, the home, everything. But what I really didn't understand, the reason I didn't do a lot of bad things that he did and all that, it was my grandmother, but I was operating on her faith or trying to. But, you know, that night is when I realized that I had to have my own faith. But that night, I literally went in that bathroom, and I was on the floor crying, and he was drunk in the living room, and I was crying, and I really, really, for the first time in my life, thought I want to just go to sleep and not wake up. I want to do anything so he'll see. Of course, I really don't think I wanted to die, but I wanted to hurt him or do something where he would be shocked yeah and do everything but i I really did have the suicide thoughts there's no doubt about that and i can't say i didn't because i did and that's when i tell the story and it's a true story that i heard these three little feet (laughs) sets of feet and i could hear them because they had house shoes on i know because i bought them and and knock 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 and alan always says that was his first sermon and it was how old was he he was nine. Yeah. And he said, Mama, don't cry. Don't cry anymore. He said, uh, God is going to take care of us. Wow. You know, I did. It was my starting of repentance. And, and when I went to that same man that he talked to, and I went to him the next day over at the church, and uh, it was about uh, 30 minutes or 20 minutes from where I lived. You know, he said, well, do you think if you died tonight, you'd go to heaven? I said, yeah, I'd shoot up there like a rocket. I said, let me tell you about who I've been living with. So I went in to how bad he was, and we went all that, and he said, no. He said, it's just going to be you and God. And he said, can I tell you a story? And I said, yes. And he said, you may think different about this, because what you're saying here is you should have earned your way to heaven, right? And I said, well, yeah. And he said, well, do you have peace? And I said, now, that's what's wrong. There's something wrong there because I don't have that peace. And I, I know it's in the Bible, and I know it's about it, so something's missing. And that is when I came to Christ. And But the best thing he told me, and people should know this every time, your circumstances won't be different. When I came home, he was still drinking and calling me names. Yeah. But he said, you've got Jesus Christ living in you. You will be have help. You've got an anchor that'll never leave. 
inside you, but your circumstances. And I think people think, oh, I should be okay. There should be no problems in my life. That's not the truth. I so appreciate Miss Kay. It would be easy to have a level of popularity like she has and and just kind of keep things superficial, but she's very real. And she went through a really hard time. I'm guessing, Greg, that a lot of our listeners can relate to this. They may not uh, be right where she was at, but they could identify with some of the emotions that Kay was expressing. What advice do you have for them? Well, whenever we go through challenges in our marriage, we either oftentimes do one or two things. We either try to fix the problem and do everything that we can to fix our spouse when they're going through hard times or a a disease or whatever it might be, or we shut down and we isolate and and we move away from them. And in either one of those directions, it really doesn't work because they're they're extremes. When a couple goes through something like they were talking about— it's so important, one, as a spouse, you can control you. And that means you've got to do the work to take good care of yourself. And I get people are like, you have no idea this season, how stressful, how out of control, how much conflict, how discouraged I am. I, I get all that. But you've got to be well taken care of. And, and when your spouse is unavailable, that's a job that, you, that God gave you to do to take care of you. So mm. figure out what does that look like. You need to have good community in your life, people who will jump in to encourage you, to, to listen to you, to, that, that are safe, that I can share some hard things and hard feelings about my spouse that I wouldn't say to them per se, and I don't need to say, but to have the kind of friend that I can say that to who's just going to listen and take that stuff in and pray for me mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm here to, to battle with you. You're, you guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and there are circumstances that may not change, uh, either in the short term or the long term. Um, Our Hope Restored effort here at Focus on the Family is a four-day getaway, an intensive time for couples who are struggling, who have issues that are just causing the marriage to fall apart. Greg, you were part of that outreach and that work, and um, it really does boil down to kind of working on what you can work on, which is ultimately you and not your spouse. It's That is so true. So as you're working on you, which helps you to show up a little bit more open in the relationship, ultimately, John, you've got to get professional help. Don't don't try to do this on your own. I mean, community is great and, and build that. But you need a counselor. You need those who are experts at really knowing how to intervene to to help you guys out. And our Hope Restored program has about an 84% success rate working with couples going through what you're going through. Mm. So call us, 800-A-FAMILY. We've got counselors. You can get a free session from them. They'll explain intensives and what's going on. Take responsibility by going, I'm going to do what I can do to take care of me, and then I'm going to do everything I can to get us into to some good, good help. Yeah. As Greg said, our number is 800-A-FAMILY. We'll link over to it as well and have some resources about our counseling team and some other helpful things for you, regardless of where you're at in your relationship. And let me just say thank you to those friends that make this counseling service possible. We have a lot of donors who... Uh, give to Focus on the Family so we can have support materials for couples, and we're grateful to you. Well, join us next time, and uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg Smalley and the team, 
Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.